Are you looking to make better, healthier choices this year? Then let me help you out by introducing you to ButcherBox. ButcherBox not only helps you treat yourself to more delicious and wholesome meals, but it takes the guesswork out of finding high-quality meat with humanely raised beef, pork, chicken, seafood, and more that's delivered straight to your door. ButcherBox partners with folks who share their high standards and truly care about how animals are raised. Plus, they're B Corps certified, which makes me feel even better about my decision to be part of the ButcherBox community. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus get, 20, plus get $20 off your first order. That's right. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free offer and get $20 off. If I asked you right now to list all of the subscriptions you pay for, would you be able to? I really thought my answer to that question would be a resounding yes. But with the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find some sneaky ones I must have forgotten to cancel before the free trial ran out. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting slash kid subscriptions, though they all seem like really small amounts, when pulled together, that's a pretty big chunk of your spending money out the door. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. There were two more murders 15 miles away. We have a weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cup of murder. Imagine living on a road where countless rapes are taking place. So much so that the name of your road gets inserted into the nickname for this serial rapist. That's exactly what was happening in the Phoenix area of Baseline Road in 2005. By 2006, the Baseline Rapist's name would change to the Baseline Killer when police made some terrifying connections. And on September 4th, 2006, the man terrorizing the citizens living on Baseline Road was finally apprehended. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Starting on August 6, 2005, with the molestation of two teen girls, Baseline Road was preyed upon by what was reported as a light-skinned black man. He was assaulting females as young as 12 years old at gunpoint. And, though he began on the road that would give him his name, he soon spread north, primarily in the north-central Phoenix area. On September 8th, the baseline rapist changed his name to Killer when he killed 19-year-old Georgia Thompson. His killings and rapes had no apparent motive, all extremely brutal, and in the cases of murder, he shot his victims in the head. He was also described as wearing various disguises, such as Halloween masks, and in some cases, impersonating a homeless man or a drug addict. And while these cases of rape and murder were not initially linked, 
Investigators began associating them as a one-man crime in spring of 2006. All of the shell casings found at each of the scenes came from the same gun. On May 5, 2006, police went public with a list of 18 crimes, which quickly rose to 23, in hopes that the public could help catch this man. Police spent thousands of hours patrolling and following up on hundreds of tips. Community meetings were being held, sketches distributed based on the descriptions by surviving victims, and posters and billboards covered the city, as well as a large reward for any information leading to an arrest. It took police over a year to find a viable suspect. During his reign of terror, he sexually assaulted 15 women and young girls, committed 11 counts of kidnapping, a number of armed robberies, and nine counts of first-degree murder. One particular assault, and a crime that would eventually help to put the baseline killer behind bars, was against two sisters. On September 20th, while walking home from a park at night, two sisters were approached by a man who was armed with a gun. One of the sisters, who was visibly pregnant, had a gun pushed up to her belly while he sexually assaulted the other. He forced the women behind a bush and demanded that they remove all of their clothing. He then rubbed dirt on one of the women to remove any saliva traces and wore a condom when he assaulted the younger of the two sisters. His last crime was against a 37-year-old woman named Carmen Miranda on June 29, 2006. She was abducted from a self-serve car wash and found dead behind a barber shop 100 yards away. Her attack was captured on CCTV. In August of 2006, a parole officer in the Northeast Parole Office provided information to police suggesting that one of their parolees, Mark Goudot, may match the sketch of the baseline killer. Parole officers searched his home and found a ski mask and a realistic toy handgun. This was enough for police to get a search warrant where they found additional items that connected him to the crimes. Mark Goudot, a construction worker in the area, was an ex-convict who served 13 years of a 21-year sentence for an aggravated assault when he beat a woman's head with a barbell. He was also originally charged with rape and kidnapping, but the rape charges were dropped due to lack of physical evidence. Mark Goudot was apprehended on September 4, 2006, and charged with the attack and sexual assault of the two sisters on September 7, 2007. He was linked to the attack via DNA found on the women, and their case became the breakthrough officials needed. He was eventually tried and convicted of all 19 counts connected to the assault and all the murders related to the baseline killer. He was sentenced on December 14, 2007 to 438 years in prison for the assault charges. And on November 30, 2011, a jury sentenced him to death for the murder charges. In total, he was found guilty of 67 felony counts. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on September 5th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, 
easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.